following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway, and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are and God bless them for that. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Bros, come on, I love you, bros. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every god game. That's Kirk Cousins. Get rid of him. Now get me, Savior! That Vikings fan is never not going to be funny, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to the show, everybody. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast here on the SportsJourney.com radio network. We are glad to have you with us. You can get us not only on the website, but at Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. We are going to hear from Ron Rivera today, day two of training camp, which is in the books. We're also going to hear from Chase Young. And we're going to hear from quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. But before we dive into that, we got to get to the serious news of the day, and that is that with a vaccination rate of under 60%, Washington has had two more players land on the COVID-exempt list. Yesterday, it was Cornelius Lucas, and we started the morning by talking about how rookie Sam Cosby is now getting a golden opportunity to work with the ones as the starting right tackle. This is not such an encouraging thing, though. And this is where, you know, with Cornelius Lucas, you're like, well, all right, he's a serviceable right tackle, but it's not the end of the world. These next two may not be the end of the world, but it's a bit of an earth shaker. And this one, these two are not good. This is not fun. It is that defensive tackle Matt Ioannidis and wide receiver free agent signee Curtis Samuel have both landed on the COVID list. Again, this is, remember, with a roster that's only right now at about 60% vaccinated. The fact that Matt Ioannidis is on the list, and according to our good friend, uh, i got to credit our friend Chad Ryan for this, said that uh, Matt Ioannidis' wife said on Instagram he does not have COVID. That means he could be a close contact with somebody. Um, That'd be good, relatively speaking, if he was just a close contact. But it also means that not only are you risking the roster as a whole, because we know how fast COVID can spread, but specifically the entire defensive line probably the strongest unit that washington has going into the season is now at risk of being out because of close contact or god forbid getting the virus altogether it does boggle my mind that you've got almost half of this team that won't get vaccinated and considering the fact that they have a head coach that's immunocompromised because he battled cancer last year He battled cancer. He beat cancer. And oh, by the way, didn't take a day off from either practices or games to do it. Had to get an IV in the locker room at halftime of what was it? Week two, week three, something like that. And yet almost half the players on this team feel like 
eh, COVID vaccine's not for me. It, it really, it really does boggle the mind and it makes your head hurt a little if you, um, if you think about it too much. Uh, so we will hear from, uh, Chase Young about that, um, Given that fact, and I don't agree with either Chase or any of the other players that haven't had the the vaccine, I don't agree with them not getting it. I I think it's selfish, and I think that um, it's totally unnecessary. And it unnecessarily puts not just uh, his teammates at risk, but the entire season. Because, again, the NFL is not going to play around with this. I mean, number one, COVID, you get the entire defensive starting defensive line testing positive i mean that could be two or three weeks they're out and this is not a team that's built to win an offensive shootout with anybody let's be completely honest about that not to mention the fact that if you get it and you get too many players with it could wind up forfeiting games i mean this could tank the season before it even starts why they won't get vaccinated is beyond me um Chase Young gave a, you know, he gave a, I don't want to say well thought out answer. Well, yeah, it was well thought out. I don't agree with it, but at least he gave, at least he gave an answer when asked about it uh, by our good friend John Kime. As a matter of fact, why don't we go ahead and uh, just go up to the podium now and get started with everything. All right, so Chase Young, first question that he faced at the podium in his first time in front of reporters since the end of last season, and it was. It was John Kime that asked him, what does it say about leadership if you are not willing to step up and get the vaccine and be an example to the rest of your teammates? I just want to disclose my, uh, you know, personal information. I hope you all can respect that, but, um, you know, I respect everybody's decision. Um, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to make sure uh, you know, the uh, protocols of the NFL and NFLPA, the guidelines they put together. I'm just going to make sure uh, me and my teammates follow that to the best as we can. Are you at all concerned as, as a team leader that something like an issue like being vaccinated divides a locker room? Like, is, is, does this have the, the capability of some are, some aren't, of, of kind of being a divisive issue? Yeah, like I said, I'm going to respect everybody's decision. Um, you know, each man's decision, they got their own. Uh, I'm just going to make sure that uh, the whole team, we follow those guidelines that the NFL and the NFLPA put together. All right. I will accept that. I don't agree with it. Again, I think it's selfish. I think it's misguided. But the one thing he said that made me feel a little bit better, he says, it's going to make sure that everybody follows the NFL guidelines. Now, those guidelines proved last year that they worked. You know, uh, especially in Washington, where team had the lowest uh, COVID infection rates of anyone. I, and I just had it last year. Guess he thought he was immune. Guess he was wrong. Uh, but he was on um, injured reserve when he tested positive. OK, you don't want the vaccine. Fine. Just make sure. That you don't test positive. If you don't. We got no problems. But like we said, just a few hours after, you know, Chase Young said that he's going to make sure everybody abides by the guidelines. 
Curtis Samuel and uh, Matt Ioannidis landed on the list. Uh, all right, on to uh, other matters, matters on the field. One of the other things that, were it not for the fact that ha- you know that he hasn't had the vaccine, if if Chase Young was vaccinated, this would, you know, resonate. I think even more. But we asked him. Uh, what's been the difference in year two? And I think if you listen, you can hear just by the way he kind of carries himself at the podium, you hear a more confident and more comfortable Chase Young as a professional football player. I would say it's hard to say. Just um, I would say as a whole, I just feel more comfortable out on the field, just knowing I did it uh, already one year under my belt. And, uh, you know, just every day it's, um, you know, you got to stay on it, hands, hips get off, um, you know, you just got to have those repetitions every day to get better. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going, that's what we're out doing, uh, you know, the whole D-line and really just the whole defense is out there trying to get better every day. Where do you feel more comfortable? Just with, is it with the alignment, with the, you know, coming around the corner, just knowing yeah, the defense? Where I would do you say, um, yeah, I would say right now um, I definitely got more comfortable. Uh, y'all have heard me in the past say play recognition. Uh, I've been really focusing on that. Um, so. If anything, like I said I, I got a, a lot better in my play recognition, uh, knowing and expecting certain plays um, b- b- before um, they actually snap the ball. So uh, I definitely say that's that's one that you can point out. Um, on the other side of the ball, what have you seen from Ryan Fitzpatrick, and what kind of rapport has he built with his receiving core? Man, Ryan, he a baller, man. Um, I, I love the way he plays. Um, he he definitely gets the ball down the field. Um, him, him and Terry and, and all the receivers, you could tell they've been working and studying film because, um, you know, they, they picked us apart a little bit in the back end, which is good. You know, I'm, I'm loving that our offense is getting at us and, and we get back at them. Yeah, it's, uh, it makes him sound like a real leader. It's a shame as a leader he wouldn't step up and get the vaccine. Ron Rivera is one of those guys, obviously, for obvious reasons, that, and he said it yesterday, he's frustrated that the uh, vaccination rate is so low. But that notwithstanding, talked about what he has seen as far as the change in Chase this year. And from a football standpoint, he likes what he sees. I think the thing that I, I really appreciate about who Chase is is he's a very driven young man. Um, you know, he, he wants to succeed. He wants to do things the right way. He's... Um, you know, he's, he's got some really good core values. He's very family-oriented. Um, he's, uh, he's a guy that really appreciated people doing things the right way. Uh, he, he cheers for his team. I mean, it doesn't matter who's out there. He's cheering for him. And I don't know if you noticed, but when he's not in, he doesn't necessarily always stand by the defense. He goes over to the offensive guys and interacts. Um, that, I mean, there's, there's a there's – a, a leadership quality to him that I, I really appreciate. Except for the fact that he didn't get the vaccine. And I will stop harping on that as of right now. One of the tells that you always have with Rivera is general, generally, you know, run-of-the-mill garden variety soundbite to a question. He's going to go about 20 seconds. He goes any longer than that. You know, it's a question he's really into. Uh, he went about 40 seconds on Chase Young there which tells you that he is definitely fired up about the second year. So, again, I lied. Uh, if he can stay off the COVID list, I, th- I think that Chase Young is in for a monster season. I also know that it's not really going out on a limb to say that. All right, how about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, this the first time we've heard from Fitzmagic since camp started. Asked him what it's like uh, getting used to Scott Turner's offense and the new personnel. 
Uh, I mean, I just try to focus on myself, the things I know I need to get better at, you know, how I can progress in this offense, learning it better, feeling it out better. And it's been a good first few days just in terms of retention and the whole, the whole group, uh, just in terms of getting out there. It's not necessarily the easiest offense to learn, but I've been real impressed with the guys. Now it's just doing it every single day as we put new stuff in and continue to get better. But uh, just working with all these guys, getting on the same page, having them know what I expect of them and vice versa, that's really important. And that's a big part of what I'm going to try to get accomplished as well. And finally, to close this one out, our good friend, the future Pulitzer Prize winning sports writer for the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Michael Phillips, with the question of the day for Fitzmagic. And that is, how does the, uh, how does the humidity compare here? to his other stops, most notably in Florida and in Texas. And is it hot enough here to where he might consider getting rid of the beard? It does not compare. Um, <laughs> I could tell you that right now, whether it was you know training camp in Houston or Nashville or Tampa or Miami, and especially Miami and Houston, uh, it's very nice out right now. So that I don't even – the beard is just part of it for me. I don't know if it's hot or cold anymore. It's just, you know <laughs> – my normal feeling so is there anything you do to keep everybody focused you know you got you got the crowd you got the heat you got everything going on how, how do you keep your focus uh you know i, th- I think that's a, a feel thing as it's going on uh sometimes there is ultra focus and nothing needs to be said and other times you know guys are lagging up to the line or slow getting out of the huddle maybe we've got a personnel change that didn't happen as crisp as it could. So that kind of stuff, as it comes up, you just stay on top of it in practice. I threw a little bit. I threw a little bit of football in there for you as well. We love Phillips. That's why he is one of the best at what he does. All right, Mick and the clock on the wall say we got to get out of here. We'll let you know if anybody else is on the list tomorrow. Again, team practices at 10 a.m. Interviews with players afterwards. We'll wrap it all up for you tomorrow night. You can download us both at the sportsjourney.com website and on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Don't forget, like the white man said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, wear white.